The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke from the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. This morning's reading is from St. Luke chapter 14, verses 1 through 14. It can be found on your pew, or in your pew Bible, on page 1621. Luke records, One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from abnormal swelling of his body. In some translation, it says dropsy. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts of the law, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him, and he sent him on his way. And he asked them, if one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out? And they had nothing to say. And then he noticed how the guests were picking the places of honor at the table, and he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor. For a person more distinguished than you may have been invited, and if so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this person your seat. And then, humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place. And then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests, for all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves, will be exalted. And then Jesus said to the host, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors. For if you do, they may invite you back, so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Years ago, I gave a children's message on this very gospel passage of Luke 14. And it's funny, as the years go on in my ministry, I 
you know, I, I notice, wow, uh, this is going to be hard to do something different. And so I'm going to share uh, a message that I did give back then in a children's message. And then I'm going to deliver to you a much more brief message updated for today. Back in the day, I, I brought a balloon with a face drawn on it, a little smiley face, two eyes and a big smile, you know, and a little buck tooth in the front. And then I had a needle that nobody knew about. And I gathered the children and I said, this morning I have a balloon with me. And I explained that a balloon is a simple toy but it brings a lot of pleasure to people of all ages. There are so many things that you can do with a balloon. You can use balloons for decorations at a party, or you can bat them around in the air like a ball. And if you have a long, skinny balloon, you can even tie it up into making different shapes of animals. Said a balloon can bring a lot of happiness. However, it can bring sadness and disappointment too, and then in a very dramatic tone, I would say, haven't you ever seen a child cry when the balloon popped? <laughs> the little ones are, ooh, yeah, Pastor. Terrible. Then I make the turn and I say, well, you and I are sometimes like a balloon. We sometimes get all puffed up with our own importance, and I would blow. We think we are great, and we expect everyone else to think so, too. Maybe it's because we are so good-looking. Or maybe it's because we are so smart. Maybe it's because we're really good in sports. Or perhaps we are the best singer in choir. Sooner or later, if we keep getting puffed up with our own importance, something will happen to burst our balloon. And out came the needle, and guess what happened? Pop! And those people that were asleep woke up. And then I continued on. Jesus warns us that this would happen. The Bible teaches us that if we are too proud and think too highly of ourselves, we are headed for a fall. And on the other hand, if we are humble and realize that this is through God's strength that we are able to do great things, we will be given a place of honor in the kingdom of God. And I would say from now on, when you see a balloon, I hope it will remind you that we should not become too puffed up with our own importance or something may come along and burst our balloon. Just know this. Jesus 
In our prayer, we pray to you, help us be humble. Remind us that whatever abilities we have are a gift from you, and that you are the one who deserves the praise. That we pray these things in your holy name. Amen. Now, that's not a horrible message. It's not original. I didn't make it up. I was, it was shared to me years ago, and it gets recycled. And it, you know, you got the visual, and it, 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 it makes a point. Um, but it's not full of much joy. It's an awful lot of loss. And it almost seems a little bit like... <laughs> Like a, a, a theology of a glory thing, that Jesus Christ crucified, buried, and risen again, plus me adding something to it, my humility, me being nice, me saying, go after you, right? It almost can be taken down to just a simplistic uh, etiquette lesson. And you don't need to hear that. I already see you doing that. You all have fine manners. And so I struggled with this, and I'm not saying go ahead and have bad manners. You're going to heaven anyway. No, certainly not. But Jesus, again, if we, if we take ourselves back to that time, who is he speaking to? Immediately at that time, he's speaking to the ruler of the Pharisees. Here it, it said something a little more like the party thrower, <laughs> or a prominent Pharisee. He was the ruler. He was Mr. Big. The guy had power. People wanted him to be there. It was the place to be seen. And it was a message that Jesus also gave to the guests of the ruler. And that, uh, perhaps it's a, a message to you and to me regarding proper etiquette, but we already know this, as I said. And we should teach our children good manners and teach them proper etiquette. And in the church, we have ways that we do things that keep order. And it, it, it is, we serve a God of order. So yes, there are things that need to be done, but, but they're not God. They're not the gospel message. They're just things that, that, that we observe and they help us to remember who God is, but they are not the be-all, end-all, and that's what Jesus is telling us these people here. But I'm going to take you on a different path, a path that you can boast in, that I want you to boast in. I want you to get puffed up in. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You might be saying, i got to hear this. <laughs> How are you going to get out of there? Well, I want you to know this, is that you are a child of the living God. You know that, right? You know that you have been adopted. You are unique, just like everyone else. Did you hear that? You're special, just like everyone else. You were chosen before time began. Are you listening to this? Your days were laid out in God's plan. He chose you because you're special just like everyone else. You were chosen. You were baptized. You were clothed in Christ. You were sealed by the Spirit. 
marked by the cross, made new. You're special, just like everyone else. He held you as you experienced trouble and sorrow in this life. He holds you as you experience sorrow and trouble in this life. He whispers hope to you through his Holy Spirit. He encourages you. He delivers you because you're special, just like everyone else. And when you grew into adulthood, he was walking with you, looking over you, protecting you because you're special, just like everyone else. And as you worship him today, as you confess your sins, as you receive absolution, receive and you will receive the true body and the true blood, he smiles as his face shines upon you and he is gracious unto you because you're special just like everyone else and when you near your time to meet Jesus face to face and doubt comes from the accuser where he says you're not special where he says you're not good enough where he says you've done bad things thought bad things. You even this church. You can reply, yes. Yes, I did. But my Abba, my Father in Heaven, He sent His special Son, who was unlike anyone else, to become sin for me, to redeem me, to adopt me. You see, I am special and unique, fearfully, wonderfully, lovingly made, just like everyone else. In the name of Jesus, amen.